بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد الدعاز رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم taught us for the various occasions on the one side as we have repeatedly discussed that this is zikr these duas being recited on the relevant occasions keeps us continuously in the remembrance of allah taala because in each dua a person is turning to allah taala and asking from him so this is connecting a person to allah taala all the time which is a very very essential aspect that we require in our life that we be connected to allah taala together with this very important and essential need of ours that we become connected to allah taala over and above that a great benefits that we get out of reciting these duas on the relevant occasions and many duas the virtues of it have been mentioned in the ahadith so very simple duas very easy to recite doesn't take any effort hardly any time it might not even take a minute sometimes but tremendously great benefits so the greatest benefit is really that a person gets connected to allah taala but together with that very very great benefits have been mentioned for various duas and when a person is reciting these duas making these duas on the relevant occasion then this too should come to mind these benefits should also be brought to mind because this is what rasulullah sallallahu himself has explained in the hadith So among the duas that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam taught and he used to recite when a person leaves home everybody leaves home every day for something or the other there are needs that he has to go and take care of somebody has to go to his job his business his profession there are things that a person needs to go and do for the household there are various other reasons for which a person has to keep leaving the house So on the one side when he is leaving the home at that time the one dua that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam recited very simple very short concise bismillah bismillah everybody is familiar with we recite bismillah all the time that's the first part the three parts of this dua only bismillah the second portion is tawakkaltu ala allah bismillah in the name of allah tawakkaltu ala allah I have placed my trust in Allah Taala because only Allah Taala can do for us and everything is in his control. So often when a person is leaving home his mind is going to who's going to sort out what for him and who will get this done for him and which contact he will contact and get into touch with and all the various things that run through his mind and what he's planning but before any of that or the level of means it's fine that a person will uh ask somebody's assistance also he'll do some that please get this job done for me or get that sorted out for me whatever it is but that's only on the level of means his gaze must be towards allah taala that that will happen when allah taala wills it to happen so right at the beginning before he even ventures out into the world so to say before he's he's, he's only stepping out of his house he's reminding himself tawakkaltu ala allah my trust is in allah taala 
not in the means, the means we will adopt, the means we will use, but no trust in the means. The gaze towards Allah Ta'ala alone, Musabbibul Azbab, the creator of the means and the provider of the means. So, Bismillah, Tawakkaltu ala Allah, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Very simple. If a person didn't know it too, he would, by hearing it once or twice, he'll know it. So, Bismillah, Tawakkaltu ala Allah, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. So, this, this is the wording of the dua. But when a person decides this upon, when he's stepping out of the house, he decides this dua, Rasulullah Wasallam mentions in the Hadith Sharif that an angel addresses him and says to him, because you've recited this dua now, because you've stepped out in the name of Allah Ta'ala, you've entrusted your affairs to Allah Ta'ala and you've made tawakkul on him and you've placed your trust in Allah Ta'ala and you have vested all, you've, you've resigned yourself to him, la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah, there is no strength and no power besides with Allah Ta'ala. So what is the outcome of this? What is the reaction that you get? What is the response you get? This angel calls out and says, Kufita, number one. First, Hudita. The angel says, Hudita, you have been guided. In other words, inshallah, this hidayat now is with you. You've put your trust in Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala's guidance will be with you now. Now can you imagine what a tremendous benefit that a person on the recitation of the simple dua, number one, he is being told, Inshallah the hidayat is with you now. Your guidance for the day will be with you. Wa And your needs have been taken care of. Now the whole days and problems and whatever else he needs to sort out and this and that and the other. He's been told your needs have been taken care of. Wa And you have been given protection. You have been protected from shaitan. From all the various traps of nafs and shaitan and whatever other problems that can come. So in other words, this has now been made easy for you. Just it's you adopt the means of that hidayat, that hidayat is with you. A person says, well I walked out of the house, I recited the dua, so now I'm not even going to go to, go to perform salah, because already the hidayat came. So a person, the dua and the medication, that this is very, very potent, very uh, excellent medication, so he takes that medication, so together with that, that if what you call all the virtues of the medication he has, he has to take it and do what is necessary to treat himself. So likewise, that this hudita, that now the road is open for you, everything has been made easy for you. But you must take those steps. You must move in that direction, it will become very simple and very easy. So this is the first part of the dua, one dua, that Nabi Islam used to recite, Bismillah, tawakkaltu ala Allah, la hawla wa la quwata illa billah. Together with that, another very simple dua and a very, very concise dua. And again, very great and deep meaning in it and benefits in it. Thereafter, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is another hadith sharif used to recite, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika an adilla aw udalla aw azilla aw uzalla aw azlima aw uzlam aw ajhala aw yujhala alayya. This too is very simple, if you're not familiar with it, it's a matter of, the wordings are very, very simple. The person just reads it a few times, get somebody to just help him along and repeat it a few times. Inshallah, in no time he'll know it. A very simple dua, but let us look at the meaning of it. 
Now the person is stepping out of his house, he's going to be going to his work, he's going to be going to his profession, his job, his business, he's going to be interacting with so many different kinds of people, he might have to end up going to different places, there might be some places which are not very conducive for the protection of Iman, he might have to go into a mall somewhere out of necessity for some work of his, he might have to go into whatever, obviously not in any haram place, but all these environments also are very negative environments. Now he has to venture out. So now he's stepping out. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika an adilla. Ya Allah, I seek your protection from becoming misguided. That now a person, balalat, is opposite of hidayat. So now this is the greatest concern that a mu'min should have. That my iman mustn't get affected with anything. I mustn't get into, fall into any kind of misguidance. Say, Allah, I seek your protection and abdillah, that I get misguided in any way. Misguided in terms of going into something, some deviation, falling into some sin. Or I be misguided. That sometimes a person leaves without any intention of going to do anything wrong. He leaves completely without any kind of thought also that I should go and do this or that, some other wrong. But then he ends up going out and before he knows it, somebody else came and met with him, some other company he went away into and without even having had any intention or thought about any wrong, the next thing he's gone into some misguidance. Somebody came and whispered something in his ears, somebody gave him something to read, somebody showed him something on the phone and what not. And before he even realizes what happened, he's gone. So he's seeking Allah's protection from that as well. Or I be misguided by somebody else. Then Azilla Uzalla. Zalal is where a person suddenly sometimes just slips. Doesn't even realize what happened. Before he knows it is already down. So Allah, I seek your protection from any sudden fall, falling into anything. Whatever kind of difficulty and hardship it might be. Whether in some Deeny problem that I fall into a problem that will affect my deen, or whether something of dunya, an azilla, or uzalla, or somebody else causes me to fall. Then, Allah, I'm venturing out, I'm going to be interacting with so many people. Perhaps a person, he's an employer, then there'll be his employees. Oh, there'll be people he will be dealing with. It might be whichever situation where he's going to be interacting with people all the time. And in this interaction with people, whether he's the employer, whether he's the employee, whether he's somebody just doing his own thing, but he's going to be interacting with people and people have rights. And all are the servants of Allah Ta'ala. Whether it's somebody rich or somebody poor, whether it's the king or whether it's the subject, whether it is somebody from one part of the world or another part of the world, none of those things matters. All are the servants of Allah Ta'ala. All are the makhluk of Allah Ta'ala. And every one has to be given his due, every one has to be respected, every one has to be given that whatever their right is, say, Allah, I seek your protection and awlim, that I oppress anyone in any way. Whether it is in how I dealt with them, or whatever it might have been, that I don't oppress anybody. This is such an important thing that right at the beginning of the person is stepping out of his house, 
He's asking Allah Ta'ala's protection. Ya Allah, save me from ever being a zalim. Save me from ever oppressing anybody in any way. An awlim. Aw uzlam, or that I be oppressed. Allah, you protect me. Because why should a person deliberately put himself in any situation that he'll be oppressed? So now, deliberately he's not doing it, but he's asking Allah Ta'ala's help, Allah Ta'ala's protection. Ya Allah, save me from getting oppressed. So an awlim, that's the most important thing first, that I don't become a zalim. And that I get saved from becoming a Muslim also. An awlim or uzlam. Or ajhal, or ajhala, or yujhala alayya. Or that I do something in an ignorant way. I behave in an ignorant manner. Behaving in an ignorant manner. Now a person starts swearing at somebody. is mocking someone. Deriding someone, demeaning someone, doing all kinds of things that are part of ignorant behavior, all part of jahalat. Ya Allah, save me from doing these kind of things that are part of ignorant behavior, part of jahalat. Saying hurtful things to people, whether it's within the own, one's own home, whether it's outside in the workplace, whether it's on the street, wherever it might be. That Ya Allah, I do not behave in an ignorant manner. Aw ujhal, and Ya Allah, let it not be that I am dealt with in such a way that somebody deals in an ignorant manner with me. I should not deal with others in an ignorant way. Ya Allah, protect me from somebody else dealing with me in an ignorant manner. Now in this one dua, there's the protection of so, everything that we need. Our iman, our akhlaq, our life and health and wealth, because if somebody is going to commit zulm, it's going to be on these things. So now the person is seeking that protection. So all his deen and dunya, all the needs of deen and dunya have all been encompassed in these four syllables, so to say. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika an adilla aw udalla aw azilla aw uzalla azilla aw daza azilla aw uzalla aw azlima aw uzlam aw ajhala aw yujhala aliyya Allah Ta'ala give us a tawfiq Inshallah, this is a very simple dua. We should try and learn these duas. And many would be knowing it. We just, Inshallah, try and surround, repeat it a few times. Over the days we'll be here. We repeat it a few times. And without difficulties, a very, very simple wordings in here. Bismillah, tawakkaltu ala Allah, la hawla wa la quwata illa billah. That everybody would already have learned by now. It's just a matter of now creating some reminders for ourselves. At the door, some reminder, dua before leaving. Just one word, dua also. Person's eyes will fall on the word dua. You remind him, now recite the dua before leaving. And if you put the dua itself, all the better. So now just to create that reminder and make it become part of our system. Initially a person will forget because it's not part of his daily practice. So sometimes he'll do it and sometimes he'll forget and then sometimes we forget in such a way that we forget, we forgot also. And it just never becomes recited. So to create some reminder so that we don't forget about it and we read it regularly and then without even needing any reminder inshallah that will immediately come to mind as soon as we are stepping out this besides for the benefits of it the most important intention in all this is this is the practice of Rasulullah this was his teaching so in following his Mubarak Sunnah in following his Mubarak teaching I'm doing this this is the greatest benefit because everything, the greatest benefit in everything is istibai sunnat. To the extent that a person will do whatever Rasulullah taught, what he did, 
to that extent he'll get closer to Allah Ta'ala and become the beloved of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq. A'udhu billahi s-sami'i al-alimi min ash-shaytani rajim. A'udhu billahi s-sami'i al-alimi min ash-shaytani rajim. A'udhu billahi s-sami'i al-alimi min ash-shaytani rajim. Wallahu al-lazhi la ilaha illahu alimu al-ghaybi wa al-shahada wa al-rahman al-rahim. Wallahu al-lazhi la ilaha illahu الملك القدوس السلام المؤمن المهيمن العزيز الجبار المتكبر سبحان الله عما يشركون هو الله الخالق البارئ المصور له الأسماء الحسنى يسبح له ما في السماوات والأرض وهو العزيز الحكيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله احد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله احد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل اعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق اذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد اذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب من شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد إذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد إذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس لا إله حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم سبحان الله الحمد لله سبحانك اللهم